Welcome to Deleted Saves. On this episode, Samurai Showdown 2 for the arcade. Oh boy, folks, not only am I talking about one more and rare for me fighting game entry, but it is also a sequel to the only fighting game I actually ever wanted to get good at. Let's jump into 1994's Samurai Showdown 2. As I said with Samurai Showdown, it was, for the time, one of the few versus fighting games with a focus on a weapon combat as opposed to fisticuffs. Now, you could certainly fight if your character got disarmed, which could definitely happen if you didn't block just right. But fist versus sword is just not as effective. But fight fans enjoy the novelty of it enough that SNK developed a sequel in short order. So one year later, we are back on the field of honor, fighting it out to save the world. Our plot this time, and yes, there actually is a goddamn plot here, is that one year after the defeat of the vengeful spirit Amakusa, another angry spirit invades the mortal world seeking to do the will of the dark god Ambrosia and attaches itself to a shrine priestess named Mizuki. And we get our first, for the series, female final boss in the form of Mizuki Roshojin. And almost everyone who fought the dreaded Amakusa the last time around, except for a few, gets called back to face this new threat, along with several new faces. So for those who are new here, that roster includes the series hero Haomaru, forest guardian Nakoruru, Pretty Boy and Tuberculosis Survivor Yukio Tachibana, the American Ninja Galford, French Fencer Charlotte, Razor Glove Monster Genan, Kabuki Sensation Kiyoshiro, and our true historical analogs to Jubei Yagyu and Hanzo Hattori. Did I mention this game takes place during the midst of the very real and very historic Tokugawa Shogunate and its isolationist period? So having all these foreigners coming to Japan must have proved the severity of the crisis caused by this outworld incursion. But our new fighters are Genjuro, who is Halmaru's deadly rival, Cham Cham, the younger sister of the previous Mayan fighter Tam Tam, who was turned into a monkey for failing his mission, Nineheart Seeger from Prussia, who fights barehanded but with a gun in his arm, the comical old man Caffeine Nicotine, who has a staff and supposedly mentored both Haomaru and Genjiro. And every so often, a sub-boss challenges the player. Kuroku, the masked officiate of all these matches, will jump to the forefront and challenge the player to a duel. As with the previous game, everyone has a reason to fight Mizuki. But of course, they will have to slay their way through each other to get to her. So instead of putting aside differences and ganging up on a spirit of vengeance... Everyone decides to bicker and fight each other to see who can be the biggest chad in the land. Because what fun would there be in a fighting game if this didn't happen? I get it. But everyone has trained since then, meaning the designers took lessons from other fighting games and included new tricks such as ducking and hopping to avoid sword blows, rolling backward or forward to avoid attacks, and breakable weapons which can leave you temporarily disadvantaged. These movement options allowed for more speed and versatility and to be honest, made this game a little more realistic to actual sword combat, which is more a feat of acrobatic athleticism than simply trading blows and blocking with sword-on-sword contact, which in most styles of sword fighting is a very bad idea. 
As with every fighting game ever conceived, upon defeating the final boss, the player sees the character's story arc completed, whatever it may be, serious, tragic, comedic, happy, or just plain stupid. But we're not really here for those often hackneyed character conclusions. We're here for the competition. And from the sales numbers for that year, players were willing to take up that challenge. Getting it among the top 10 games for its debut in Japan and a little later in North America. Now, could they beat the popularity of Capcom's glut of fighting games? No, but SNK certainly did try their best. But critics responded favorably to the game, praised it for its controls and setting, its minor but necessary improvements over its predecessor, and its excellent hand-drawn sprite animation which by 1994 was already becoming something of an anachronism in its own time, with competitors like digitized actors as graphics and the burgeoning 3D style of gameplay out there. Years later, game review sites would say Samurai Showdown 2 would be one of the greatest fighters in arcade games of all time, one even putting it in the rank of cult classic, which, as we know from other forms of media, when something is a cult classic, it has a dedicated hardcore fan base who will excuse any flaw, imperfection, or lack of popularity in the face of other media, like it being for the love of the thing. And sorry to break your hearts, but I'm one of them. Samurai Showdown 2 is one of the games that made, felt made for me, which almost never happened to me with versus fighting games. While its predecessor I found in a bowling alley and played a copy of on the SNES, Samurai Showdown 2 I found hidden away a few years later in that depressing clown show that was the tiny food court arcade at The Mall, the same place where I found Alien vs. Predator and Dungeons & Dragons Tower of Doom. So that little arcade was kind of where the also-rans of the coin-op world went to die, I guess. But I played the hell out of that game every chance I got. I dare say I mastered it in the arcade, and was the best player of Samurai Showdown 2 in that arcade, mainly by being the only one playing that in the arcade. Remember, kids, you are automatically the best at something if you're the only one doing it. Or so they say. I'm not really sure on that one. But false bravado aside, I had a ton of fun with the game. I tried several characters until I went back to my mainstay character of Yukio, who is deceptively hard to master due to overly complicated special attacks, but damn if those techniques didn't hit like a truck when they connected. And I will say that final boss is tough. She's quick, fights dirty, hits hard, and comes with her own pet, some sort of shadow wolf thing. But I beat the game in the arcade after a long and arduous fight, something I've rarely done with versus fighting games before or since. And since I did it alone, at a time when the arcade was empty, I have only myself to feel accomplished about with it. So what about coming to home console? That's an even weirder story. Samurai Showdown 2 came out on a PC port here in North America in 1999, but it didn't see home console release until 2008 on the Xbox 360 Live Arcade and the Wii Virtual Console when it released alongside other Samurai Showdown games as a package deal. So holy shit, 1994 to 2008 is a long fucking time to see a home console release. The game was popular, but SNK just never ported it, so who knows. 
But where does that put us in 2023 for this game series? Um, well, not really anywhere. If you can still find it as part of a collection hidden away on a virtual console or Steam sales, grab it if you like fighting games, and especially the SNK collections, which I've always recommended. There was a new game in the series that came out in 2019 to some middling to favorable reviews, and was sort of a soft reboot of the series, but we haven't heard much about the Showdown series itself in a few years, except for a few of the characters guest fighting in a recent, at the time of this recording, King of the Fighters 15 game as DLC Team Samurai. I mean, I'm glad they got included overall, but meh, I'm long out of the fighting game and away from the scene, so it just isn't for me. Still, though, I have a lot of fond memories of this game and its predecessor. And it was that fighting game that, for a little while anyway, got me into fighting games. There will always be one out there, even if it isn't the most popular one in the world. It's a good thing games like Samurai Showdown 2 exist for those of us who like the concept of fighters but are interested in or looking to get involved in the Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat scenes. No shade to the franchise. They are just so obtuse with an array of games and lore by this point, I wouldn't even know where to begin. And on a personal level, I'm not really interested in playing them. But another showdown game? Yes, please. I'll happily take that every time. But that's just my opinion. Thank you for listening. Deleted Saves would like to thank Brad, Keith Gasper, and Mast Lama for being patrons of the show. If you would like to become a patron of the show, please go to patreon.com and check out Deleted Saves podcast. All donations go directly towards maintaining the show itself. Thank you.